150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Fifth Seal, episode 20. I'm your host, Norm the Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. The Evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal is a podcast to bring awareness and prayer to our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. I... Every year, I count down the top 50 countries on Open Doors USA's World Watch list from January to October. Twice a month, I count down from 50 to number 31. And then throughout the month of November, which about 10 years ago I dubbed as Persecuted Church Awareness Month, I count down from 30 to number one, the top countries uh, where persecution is worse for Christians around the world. It is a countdown, which is why the episode numbers go backwards. Yesterday was episode 21. Today is 20. Tomorrow's episode 9 until the end of the month when we reach uh, episode number one, which is the worst country for Christians to live in based on the persecution that they endure because of their faith in Christ. So all that being said, it is, uh, what day is it? Thursday, November 11th. Happy Veterans Day. And this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from persecution.org. According to Asian News, a 12-year-old Christian girl from Pakistan's Punjab province was abducted by an adult Muslim man last week. The girl's family believes she has been taken to another province to be forcefully converted to Islam and marry her abductor. On November 2nd, Marie Mirab Abbas, age 12, was abducted by Muhammad Daud, a Muslim adult and native of Balochistan, Marie Mirab, Mirab, I'm going to have a hard time saying that name, was reportedly abducted by Daud from Sahawal and taken to Balochistan to be forcefully converted to Islam and married to Daud. The abduction was reported to local police who have arrested two suspects. However, Mirab remains missing, likely in the hands of her abductors. Mirab's mother, Farzana, has reportedly been admitted to a local hospital due to emotional distress. Cecil George, a relative, said Farzana's mental health is in critical condition and no information regarding Mirab's location has been discovered. Quote, Farzana has already had many challenges to face in life, unquote. Pastor Zahid Augustine, a pastor in Sahawal, told Asia News, quote, We asked the government to consider kidnappings and forced marriages as a serious problem and to legislate in favor of minorities, unquote. Quote, Mirab is only 12 years old, unquote. Pastor Augustine continued, quote, she cannot marry, but the perpetrators commit these crimes in the name of religion. We just want justice, unquote. According to a 2014 study by the Movement for Solidarity and Peace, and Peace Pakistan, as many as 1,000 Christian and Hindu women and girls are abducted, forcefully married, and forcefully converted to Islam every year. Many victims are minors taken from their families, sexually assaulted, married to an assailant, and held in captivity justified by falsified marriage and conversion documents. Violence, threats, and grooming tactics are used to compel victors, 
victims to make statements in court supporting their captors. The issue of religion is also often injected into these cases to place religious minorities at a disadvantage. Playing upon religious biases, perpetrators know they can cover up and justify their crimes by introducing the element of religion. So again, it seems like almost every year we've had one or two of these stories. They seem to always happen sometime around October and November. I don't know how statistically correct that is and if that or if that's just the time of the year that I hear about them and I end up putting them in these episodes but it seems like they're always happening and I'm always looking at these websites and getting stories because I do this throughout the year but it just seems like this time of year it happens more often always 11 12 13 year old girls usually in Pakistan and um by the grace of God, the last one we read about was returned to her family, but many of them never are. And again, it's because of the religious uh, discrimination against Christians. The Muslim's word is usually taken um, and they again, they are threatening these young girls with violence, threatening her family with violence to get her to make statements uh in court and so on saying that she has converted to Islam and wants to stay with her abductor to protect herself or to protect her family. So we need to be praying for our sister Marib, her mother, her Marab and her mother and all of these women um, in the Pakistan area and our brothers who are pastors and Christians in that area that they can uh, be equipped to protect their families and that brings us to our country on this we are today's world watch list we are at number 20 which is Mauritania some information basic facts about Mauritania the region is Africa the persecution type is Islamic oppression the main religion is Islam and the persecution level is very high Population of Mauritania is 4,784,000, of which about 10,000 are Christian. So again, less than 1% of the population there is Christian. The government is a presidential republic, and the leader is President Mohamed Aould Abdel Aziz. So what does persecution look like in Mauritania? What is life like for Christians there? The restrictive government in Mauritania makes it impossible for Christians to gather openly. This is especially true for converts from Islam who face enormous pressure from their families and communities. In Mauritania's tribal culture, leaving Islam is not only seen as religious betrayal, but also as a betrayal of the tribe and family. Understandably, in such a culture, there is no room for celebrating baptisms, Christian marriages, or funerals. Those who convert to Christianity could also face prosecution, prosecution since it is illegal to leave Islam. Islam. Openly expressing the Christian faith is even risky for foreign nationals, as it could be regarded as an attempt to convert others to Christianity, which also can lead to prosecution. Pressure on Christians in Mauritania has increased in the past year, caused by a tightening of the blasphemy and apostasy laws. Christians have experienced growing opposition in every area of life, from family life which remains at the same level. The sharpest rise is in violence, but this could be because more incidents are being reported. Who is most vulnerable to persecution? 
Those who make the bold decision to leave Islam and follow Jesus are especially prone to, to persecution. It is a decision that brings shame to their families. Men will lose their status in society and may be forced to leave their home. Women and girls could remain under the influence of Islam if forced into marriage with a Muslim man. Conversely, unmarried women will face a battle for survival since they're totally financially dependent on either their father or husband. So prayer points for Mauritania. Pray that the law in Mauritania will change so that it is no longer illegal to leave Islam. Ask for strength and protection for all converts and that families will increasingly honor and respect the decisions of any member to follow Jesus. Pray that opportunities will open up for believers to share the gospel and with others safely. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this time we have to come together to pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in you. Again, Lord, as we do all the time, we pray praise you for the social media platform that you have provided for us, Lord that we can come together across these vast distances and even across the space of time since many people are going to be watching this later today, listening to it online and still joining their, their voices with ours as we lift up our brothers and sisters around the world. Lord, we pray for this young girl, Mirab, um, and her family and her mother. Um, Lord, we pray that you would protect her as she is in captivity. We pray that you would protect her innocence, Lord. Um, Lord, protect her faith. Help her to stay strong in her faith in, in the midst of this, uh, this horrible situation she's in. Lord, it's, it's very likely that she's been abused sexually, that she has uh, been uh, tormented, um, physically assaulted, uh, given uh, threats of violence against herself and her family, Lord. We pray that, that you would help her see through the deception and that you would help her to uh, remain strong in her faith um, and resolve. And Lord, I just even pray that you would help her be strong enough to uh, escape from these people that are holding her captive. We pray for her mother, who has uh, essentially apparently had some sort of mental breakdown. Um, Father, uh, pour out your spirit into her, that she would be healed uh, mentally, physically, and that you would strengthen her faith, Lord, that she would put her trust in you, to bring her daughter home to her, to her and uh, bring her daughter home safely, Lord. We pray for the leaders and the pastors and the men in these communities that they would uh, be equipped to protect these young girls and that the, the pastors would be given wisdom to, to speak comfort uh, in these situations as they happen, Lord. And again, God, we pray that, that you would use the witness of all these people, that even this man, I pray for this man, Dowd, that, that you would draw him to a place of repentance, that this girl's testimony of Christ, her family's testimony of Christ, that he would see that he would come to a place of repentance and turn to you in faith, Lord, and that, that you would draw him to yourself, that he would willfully turn himself in, face whatever prosecution that he deserves, Lord, but that he would do it willfully because of his repentance and your salvation, Lord. We pray for that today, that you would draw that man to, to repentance and faith in you. Lord, we lift up our brothers and sisters in Mauritania. We pray that, that you would intervene there, that the law would change, that it would no longer be illegal and, and a, a source of, of legal prosecution for uh, 
believers in Christ to convert from Islam to Christianity, Lord, that you would uh, intervene in, in those places, that those laws would change. We pray for the strength and protection for all these converts from their families, from their local communities. Lord, I pray that they would have a boldness in proclaiming the gospel, even in the midst of, of persecution, Lord, and that you would use that, that you would, again, use that willingness to risk everything they have to make the proclamation of your gospel, that you would use that to draw others to repentance and faith, and that you would, in that, in the, in the spreading of the gospel, that we, would, that we would truly see that mustard seed grow into a giant tree in this area of Mauritania, Lord, and that, that more and more people would convert to Christianity, and that would cause the laws there to change, and that you would be glorified in all of that. Because it is, Lord, for for your glory and in your name, Jesus, that we pray these things. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for, again, taking part in this, being willing to uh, give up 10 to 15 minutes of your day to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. If you know anybody who'd be willing to join in and, and be part of this with us, you can invite them to come over to the fifth seal page on Facebook. They can, uh, join there and, and get all of the, the information about these countries, the videos, uh, you can send them over to the evangelical norm channel on YouTube they can subscribe, hit the like or the notification button, get all the content that is released there. Um, like and share the video. That helps the algorithm send it out to more and more people who would like to see stuff like this. And also you can, if you don't have time to sit down and watch a 15-minute video, you can grab it as an audio podcast anywhere you get your podcast. Google Play, iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, any of those places you can download it, put it in your earphones and take it with you as you go out and do your things with during the day and still join us as we pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted there because of their faith in Jesus Christ. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until tomorrow, Soli Deo Gloria.